Welcome to the Clear Ads Podcast, Highway to Sell. You're listening to George Roberts. We're back with another installment of our series, Industry Spotlights, where we share stories of big players within the Amazon space, talking to agencies, Amazon experts, sellers, as well as tool providers within the Amazon space. On this week's episode, we welcome Nick Penev, Partnerships Manager at HelloTax, a VAT compliance company for e-commerce brands, as well as online sellers. So Nick, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I guess I'm not very happy because the summer is far away, but I guess we have snow. So we call it the snow like the winter beaches. Yeah. Like the sun. So after the podcast, I'm going with my kids for some skiing and sledding. So I guess you no, know, you, you need to find a way to enjoy your wife in all seasons. So Absolutely. So, well, at least you can ski. That's the main thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can <laughs> ski, but I'm the only one. So we do sledding, you know, but still okay. you, sometimes it's more dangerous no the other week we went there and some dump i'm not gonna finish that he was <laughs> with with his car on the swallow okay. and one of my kids almost crashed into the car so oh, i had wow. to jump at the last moment but anyway <laughs> yeah but well, this how, stuff, how old are your children are they, are uh, they called seven, you? seven and ten but you know <laughs> in yeah. anyways anyway so I'll just introduce myself. You know, yeah, you, that, absolutely. You, you told a little bit of my story. So I'm the partnership manager at Helltax, but I also uh, run a company. It's called HP Brand, which is a partnership agency for e-commerce service providers. And Helltax is one of my clients. But today we're going to talk about Helltax because uh, I have a lot in common with them. I used to be an e-commerce seller for 10 years yeah from 2010 Amazing. until 2020 and i'm not sure if you remember but there was a product called acai berry or yeah. acai berry okay. it was like they called it like the magic you know brazilian fruit or whatever <laughs> now there there was this guy uh, dr mehmet os in the states who was promoting all this magic fruit and all this stuff and yeah. at the end you know he ended up uh, testifying in front of the congress for all this stuff wow. but but anyways though Long story short, I was one of the first uh, who imported and private labeled uh, acai berry in Europe. And yeah. I, I'm, fr I'm from Bulgaria originally. Mm -hmm. So we started from here, but we scaled very quickly because we were one of the, I thought there was nobody else who was doing that. So yeah. we, we scaled to the whole of Eastern Europe, South Europe, Central Europe. We didn't do anything in the UK because UK mm -hmm. is like, I mean, they already had that from the States, but everything else across Europe nobody knew about that so you can oh, wow. imagine it was when you're early you know you don't need to do anything special you know we're one of the first doing like Facebook ads for this kind of products and we used yeah. to pay one cent per click crazy yeah crazy I mean uh, I even keep my screenshots because some people wouldn't <laughs> believe you know you know we were paying like thousand dollars for ads per day and we're getting thousand sales when the yeah. revenue was like 50,000 or something. That's, so you can imagine, you want, all... isn't it? <laughs> yeah, of course, everybody <laughs> wants that, but it's very saturated. So long story short, I mean, in 2015, 16, we already had like 20 private label brands, like muscle builders, yeah. other weight loss products, like male enhancement, brace enlargement, all the vanity stuff. You want to okay. be slim, buff, pretty, ugly, whatever. You had, you had it all. Yeah, we hit it all, you know. Vanity, <laughs> vanity, my favorite scene, you know, from the Devil's Advocate. So, anyways, but the thing is, you know, supplements are shady business. You know, they suspend your accounts on Facebook ads, Google ads, and mm -hmm. then you know, 2015, 16, I think, is where when the mobile ads kicked in, and what yeah. happened? 
a lot of impressions, no conversions. People were not used to shopping through the phone. So what happened? We said, okay, man, we need to change something. And what we did, we switched from paid marketing, PPC, to affiliates and partnerships. We built oh, wow. a partnership program for all our products, and we only yeah. paid by performance. And this is what we did until 2010 when I decided to sell uh, my shares in the company because my other co-founder wanted to build a large marketplace. Right. Not only our products, but thousands of products. And I said, okay, man, I'm the sales guy. I'm doing the marketing. How yeah. are we going to sell that? He said, I don't care, man. You're the sales guy. Okay, man. Uh-huh. Then, then do it without <laughs> me, you know, if you don't care. So, yeah. Okay. So, and I, and I just quit and I was feeling also that it's getting very saturated already. Right. So, I mean, I, I want to do a change and I sold my shares, but at the same time, we were using Hello Tax for our VAT. Okay, because, because few years before that, you know, one of our tax advisors made a mistake and we paid some penalties for that. Right. So we had a company in Hong Kong, in Malta, in Cyprus. But, you know, it was hard to manage all these markets in Europe because, you know, it was all, all free emails. And this is yeah, you know, when we learned about Hello Tax and we m- switched uh, several of our markets to do it from the like a one-stop solution. So, okay. So when I sold my companies, I knew the founders and they told me, okay, Nick, I know that you guys are doing a lot of partnership and program for your brands. Can you develop a partnership program for us? Right, of course, wow. man. Yeah, man, I'll do that. I mean, I have been doing that for my brands. You know, let's do it for you. And I started doing that for Hello Tax. And the first thing I realized that a lot of companies have no idea how to do partnership. Because everybody's coming to me. Hey, Nick, you know, I'm going to give you a referral link. Mm-hmm. I'll pay you commission. You'll send somebody. Okay, why the hell should they do that? I mean, everybody's doing that. Let's do something different before that. Okay. So I can see that you're a reliable partner and I can prove that I am as well. And I started doing that with all my partners. I set a partnership with like Shopify, Cdiscount, all the marketplace besides Amazon, which was already a partner. And right. we started proactively educating sellers. Uh, for okay. example, it, it was before Brexit. Okay, yeah. Brexit. What do you need to know? You need to separate your stock. As simple as possible. So the idea was to do a lot of proactive educational events to educate okay. first the sellers and then the partners. Because when you educate the partners, they can communicate better with their clients and they can help them make better decisions, which would benefit everybody in the long term. And all the yeah, sellers absolutely. scale, the partners helping them and obviously now we get business but the idea was never to sell ourselves the idea was to first help educate mm-hmm. and the commercial part would come natural and 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 as a lot of things you know in my life happened like that no i was not planning that but it was very good because many of my partners told me okay nick can you build a partner program for us and many of my yeah. partners became clients after that but the Amazing. only company for which I am the partner manager is Hell Tax. So I, I'll Amazing. stick with I'll stick with them for as long as we finish accomplish our goals, which are far away from now. There's so so much potential. For the other companies, I simply have biz developers for employees of mine and they run the partnerships there. So right. uh, I th- okay. yeah. So I think this is the story. And the uh, Hell Tax story is even more interesting because I've been fully remote for twelve years. Really? And yeah, I mean I have a beach house. So for me, I would never step a foot in an office. You know, I can go and visit somebody, but I, I, I know I've been running my company remotely. I've been working right now for health tax remotely. And all my clients are everywhere, like Australia, yeah. States, Europe, 
it doesn't matter. You know, if you're reliable, you're reliable online or offline. So the hell talks the story. You know, the founders are called Christian and Christoph. One okay. is in Spain, one is in Austria. And in 2016, they were Amazon sellers and mm-hmm. they were chatting in a Facebook group. Hey, Christian, you know, I'm having issues with the VAT compliance. No, I, I, can, I cannot find a proper software for that. And they said, okay, right. let's build a solution which is tailored for Amazon and other e-commerce sellers. And this is how mm-hmm. the company was born. You know, they met after two years. Really? But in the meantime, you know, they grew the company to like uh, 70 employees. Everybody's remote. We, nice. So, which is good. But the thing is, you no, know, it's tailored for Amazon sellers. I mean, yeah. uh, we have like a solution which allows you to manage and monitor everything. Okay. So, so you can see, you know, all your sales all your transactions. Amazing. So the only thing you, you get the VT return, you repay that. So you don't just send emails to your tax advisor. You know, you have a tool where you just connect your Amazon account. We get mm-hmm. the data, we file the report and that's it. And also we have some other tools like translation tools for the communication with tax authorities. We get oh, the really? communication yeah, from them and the translation tool is translating that to English and German. So the right. client will know exactly what is in it. And he can go to our account manager who goes to the tax authority. So the idea is a SaaS solution mm-hmm. on the front end yeah. and the many service on the back end because a lot of stuff is not automated. Yet. So, uh, cool. yeah, so this is, I mean, as simple as I can explain to like an, like an automated solution for VT for Amazon and e-commerce sellers. Yeah. Of course, if you're not a seller, you can still use us, but 95% of our clients are Amazon sellers. So... Perfect. Well, from from how because we we spoke a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? And my initial understanding of HelloText was just its VAT compliance on autopilot, I suppose, with all the different tools that you can leverage, whether it be doing the registrations for you and the numerous filings. But obviously, with that managed service on the back end, I'd imagine a lot of sellers need to utilize that information as well, right? Because it's not yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you have no issues or if the tax authorities don't need anything, you might never need that. But it's good to have it because see, Amazon, we're Amazon partners. Mm-hmm. And they have this solutions half, you know, like, you know, like a very cheap offers for VAT or like zero VAT for one year from time to time. But the thing is, the one issue that they have there is there is no communication. You know? Right. And this is a major issue if the tax authority requires something that you need to provide and there is nobody that you can call or get in touch with. So this is the big difference. I mean, obviously, yeah. you, you need to pay for quality. You know? so. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose it breaks down those barriers as well, right? Because it, it's, it's a difficult thing to understand anyway as, as a business owner. Not everyone's going to know the tax implications, even in their own country, realistically. It's something that comes with time. When you set up a business, you have to do a lot of research. And when you're setting up a, a separate business in another marketplace, for example, in another country, you're going to be far less knowledgeable about those tax implications in those countries. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, the, like you said, you know, you start from your home country. Mm-hmm. You can you have an accountant who can help you out there. But when you start expanding to multiple markets in Europe that then it gets harder because your accountant is not is not gonna be an expert in all the other markets and this is what we solve. The mm-hmm. the solution of how we advertise the companies like said VAT compliance for cross border selling. So we usually don't help the sellers in their home countries. Right. We only help them when they expand in the UK. So for example UK sellers they have their local accountant in the UK. So we don't yeah. do anything with them there. But 
when they expand in Europe, they need us, vice versa. Anybody in Europe expanding in the UK, they need us and they don't need us in their home country. The same with like US sellers, Asian sellers, mm -hmm. everybody. We help them how to cross from, I mean, how to expand across the continent. And Helotax is just one of the things that we do. I have a large network of partners, so we offer all the other solutions. You need customs, we have the partner for that. You need logistics, Amazing. we have a partner for that. You need translations, we have the partner for that. You need fintech, we have partner for that. You guys need PPC ads, you have clear ads. So <laughs> it's as simple as that. I mean, the idea is that whenever, you know, whatever clients need, we either yeah. offer that or we can recommend somebody because we know that they need the list of things that uh, they need to do. You know, it's not just VAT, even though yeah. this is probably the first thing that you do. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think you've hit the nail on the head as well, like trusted recommendations, right, that you know are going to deliver for you because it, it's quite a big step, isn't it, to say, oh, yeah, we don't offer that, but X, Y, and Z offers that. And to understand if they're going to do right by you as well and the service that they're going to provide is actually something that, because your recommendation is on, your name's on that recommendation, right? So you need to have trust and faith in that company to make exactly. sure that they're doing right by you. In regards to HelloTax as well, so just to confirm, it serves all marketplaces for Amazon or what marketplaces? All, 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 all the Amazon marketplace in Europe. Amazing, in Europe, perfect. So thank you very much for that. And where are all the staff based? Are they mainly in Europe as well or is it just a case a, of like a, a global? Every, everywhere, you know. I, I think nice. we don't have anybody on Mars in Antarctica yet, but see, <laughs> I guess anyone will help. In a decade, we might have somebody there. But... On Mars, yeah. That's, is that one of the goals of the company? Get someone uh, get someone to Mars by the end of uh, 2025? Yeah, me, me too. I'm not, I'm not planning to go there, but <laughs> if they want to send somebody, I don't mind. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. And so could you go into a bit more about the actual service then? What is the fee structure like and, and how does that work for HelloTax as well? Because I know some of our clients as well are struggling with tax implications. And I mean, even when the UK separated from, from the EU and, and Brexit happened, it, was, it became such a headache for tax and logistics and, and every, all the other red tape that started to sort of happen to UK sellers that I mean, a lot of a lot of our clients actually just came back and came out of the European marketplaces until they were ready to actually take on those challenges because it was such a headache. They just yeah didn't want to do it at that time. Yeah, so I mean, as a matter of fact, no, uh, my junior partner manager and the OP and the other guys, as we speak right now in the after this afternoon, they're having a webinar for the UK trade. I think they call it like a trade council. Who is yeah. helping UK brands expanding to Europe? So we, we do that at, at the same time. So the idea is we have been advising companies in the UK before Brexit what they yeah. need to do. But, but like you said, and we have a saying for that in Bulgaria, you can lead the horse to the river, but you cannot make it drink. So yeah. a lot of yeah, people yeah. did not listen. You know it from experience. So the one thing which still stays, even though I have been reading recently some news about Amazon allowing to do fulfillment from the UK. I was reading something about that, but the scenario has not changed. You know, you need to have storage in the UK. You need to have a storage in Europe. Yeah. Usually Germany is the place to go or, or Netherlands. So, mm -hmm. of course, it involves more costs, but it's better compared to the other option, which is going to zero sales. And yeah, like yeah. I said, I, I have a lot of partners in the UK. They have been telling me these stories. This guy was doing few millions now he's doing 50,000 so mm -hmm. and this is why you need to be proactive well, first thing is 
even though nobody likes that i mean everybody would prefer to have one location but if you have no choice you need to do that yeah select a market in europe germany is because it's the biggest one central one and the good thing is they accept documents in english so if your sellers are from the uk usa or english speakers they don't need to do translations meaning they have an advantage compared to any other non-eu meaning that yeah, of course, for Brexit, for UK companies, is a little slow right now because there is huge demand. There is a huge backlog, so you probably would wait probably three or four months. But if you have US clients, they can get the VAT for probably two months. Really? Because yeah, because this is the structure. In Germany, there is different tax authorities who are dealing with different VAT registration based on where your company is located. So if you're based in China, you wait a lot because a specific tax authority is dealing with Chinese sellers and there is right. a huge backlog. The one which is dealing with US sellers is a different one and there is not so many applications, meaning that you oh, get really? the VAT quicker. But the issue is that the one dealing with UK companies is still uh, pretty flooded. But I mean, you can do that like with Netherlands is another good option mm-hmm. and uh, some other markets. But Germany is the best one because they're biggest market. I think they're second or third. I'm not sure if Amazon Japan is the second to hit this discussion, but let's say they're in top three. Yeah. So they're a big market. The other thing is central location. You establish yourself in in Germany and you can use that as a base mm-hmm. to deliver to the rest of the European markets because you don't need to do multiple VATs. You can right, do one okay. VAT in Germany. You can use that as a base and you can deliver to the other markets across Europe. And what yeah. you do? What you guys do in the PPCs? ABC testing. You ABC test all the markets across Europe. Yep. If your sales are doing well, then you go and set up a VAT in storage in this country. But you don't need to dive deep and do multiple VAT registrations in advance. Amazon would be happy because they'll collect the fees, but you would not be happy because you'll get into too much trouble, which you don't need to do in advance. So That's so interesting because, yeah, like even when I've had conversations of expanding into Europe, some people I know, they've just gone straight for VAT compliance in, in every country. So it's, it's always good to know, obviously, sellers can take that easy route in. I suppose for UK sellers, it's not so easy at the minute with a backlog, like you said, but... If you're a US seller looking to expand, obviously you can do that in Germany and then expand from there once you actually gain a deeper understanding, right, of what's going to be working for you. So how long would you be able to, say, use Germany as a base for somewhere like Italy, say if sales aren't ever taking off, they're just sort of doing okay, but not well enough. Would you be able to still manage it from Germany? Or could yeah, you have ex- to? exactly. You just need to do like the one VAT report. You know, there is something which has changed in the VAT last year from July, the so-called okay. one-stop shop, meaning that if you're a non-use hearer, which is the UK right now, right. when you, you can use Germany as a base, you report mm-hmm. only the VAT in Germany. And, and, and because this, this is a structure, you know, it's a little complicated, which is something that I avoid to discuss. But okay. the, it's the following, you know, you know, the Amazon is collecting the VAT from the seller if they're right. non-EU. So a new case or any non-EU seller. You know, you set up VAT in Germany. Whenever mm-hmm. somebody is buying a product from your listing, you know, Amazon is buying the product from you. So you right. guys, you do B2B transaction. B2B transactions are reports in the VAT. Then mm-hmm. Amazon is selling the product from from Amazon to the client is a B2C sales and they report right. that in the so-called 
one-stop shop VAT compliance solution, with, which allows you to have one storage location, one VAT, and delivery across the EU. So in a way, you, I mean, the business owner would need just one VAT in Germany. Uh, okay. They sell to Amazon. Amazon fulfills the orders, do mm-hmm. the BTC transaction, and then uh, they collect the VAT from you. And right. they deliver to the rest of Europe. I mean, it might sound a little complicated, but the bottom line is you don't need multiple VATs to start selling. Of course, Amazon, like any other company, they care about revenue and fees. So mm-hmm. if they can, they'll push you to register for all the other markets. But right, okay. I used to be a business owner. I don't listen to what people tell me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I would like to test. Yeah, so, yeah, and, absolutely. And know it from experience. I mean, one of my best like markets when I was selling were small countries. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know uh-huh. that. If you ask me in advance, would I sell there? I would say no. But right. that's why I need to test. And try to uh, cut your costs as low as possible because otherwise, no, Amazon is going to push and tell, okay, do that and do this. So, I mean, just start small. Start with one and you can expand easily. You know? Yeah, I completely agree. And that's one thing, I mean, with Amazon in general, I suppose, they're always pushing you to spend more and explore more. And, and like we have it all the time with Amazon ads, like some meetings with like DSP managers or PPC managers. And you're like, well, that's such a risk. And like, we were always like the cautious option where you, you lead a data led decision rather than just obviously just throwing money at something that you exactly, think is going to work. Exactly. And the, in the, in the thing with VAT is that it involves documents, wait mm-hmm. time. So instead of doing that in advance, you know, you obviously your clients can do like the PPC campaigns. They can test the markets because before the VAT, you need to translate your listings. You need yeah. to run the proper country specific campaign. So once you have fine tuned that, then you mm-hmm. can jump into the deep and obviously set up the other stuff. But of course, always be testing. You know? Don't make assumptions and don't listen to Amazon for everything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Uh... Yeah, always take everything what they say with a pinch of salt, realistically. And like you said, anyone, it's your business. You you should know it better than anyone. So like small incremental steps and inroads on an informed decision is always the best avenue. And, so and what... one thing, you know, I think you asked me about the pricing. You know, we usually never discuss pricing, you know, okay. but just if, if somebody wants to connect with us, they can get in touch with you guys, your yep. partners, because taxes are like that. We don't just share like a referral link and you go on the website all the time people get a consultation because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not complicated, but it's better to have a chat like you're doing right now and you tell us, hey, I'm based in USA. I would like to sell here and here. Because a lot mm-hmm. of time people have wrong recommendations like we just discussed right now. I want to do seven markets, okay? But do you have everything translated? So, I mean, the idea is to have a consultation. We always do that. And they, right. and just to explain you know, how it works, and after that, now we can do the, the easy part. But connect with Clear Ads and they'll connect with us. It's simple as that. Perfect. And I mean, yeah, even go straight to Nick or HelloTax as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, can, you can do that. You can do that as well. So. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And I think p- people will take a lot of great information from that um, and a lot of tips that you could, could yeah, you, you shared there. So what one thing that... I mean, Brexit has caused many pain points, but what what would you say have been the biggest from the conversation you've been having as a company at HelloTax and how I mean, you managed to alleviate this? I guess logistics customs, this is the main issue. You know, people mm-hmm. decided not to set up storage in Europe and they need to go for customs, which means yeah. they, they have delays 
yeah. in your fulfillment. So that when you have a competitor in the continent, you're going to fulfill quicker, cheaper, and obviously you're losing coins. The other thing is they have one partner who is like based in the UK and they have a lot of uh, companies selling food products. Okay. And they have been telling me they, they have been scared to try anything because if they're stuck in the customs, no, obviously no, they can need to throw all the products after. So it's it's big question mark. So this is why it's good to plan in advance. So yeah. you're not uh, just guessing, especially when we're talking about millions and obviously yeah, billions absolutely. of dollars. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to miss out on that. I think from the 1st of January, there was like a, a new customs thing that got introduced in the UK. So any, exactly. any, I, any I, I was Yeah, I was reading something about Amazon. Uh, but of course, I mean, probably they will try to do something because there's a lot of companies in the UK who are obviously, you know, they're missing as clients. So they'll try everything. You know, politics are politics, but business is different stuff. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. yeah. But politicians are others that you don't need to listen all the time. So <laughs> 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 no, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's trying to overcome those, isn't it? And I suppose it's just trying to not only expand your network and expand the people who you're communicating with, whether you're part of like a sellers group or like sellers who have experienced those pain points and know a solution to get over it or talking to providers like us uh, about solutions that potentially we can offer to make inroads into those issues yeah and and one thing that we have done like uh, like a year ago is because like like we just discussed we have a lot of partners but some partners have a lot of clients and we have mm -hmm. decided i've decided to build a solution which we call like a multi-user partnership which right. allows companies like you uh, not to send people to us, but to offer our services and add-on. So let's say, you know, you guys offer PPC from auto members, only PPC, right? You don't do like the full, <laughs> yeah. full service management. Yeah, PPC, so, DSP. Yeah. So for example, Amazon aggregators and some full service providers, you know, instead of sending people to us, they become like a part-time client consultant, meaning that the client never comes to us. Okay. We, we simply set up a solution where they can onboard all their clients and the only communication happens within the partner uh, project, meaning that they, they offer everything plus the VAT. And this mm -hmm. help, this solves a lot of issues because a lot of times sellers are, uh, I mean, I'm not sure you know how to approach that. So when the partner is doing that on their behalf, yeah. you know, things happen more quickly, you know, because they provide the full package. You have the logistics, customs, Amazon management, PPC, customs, yeah. everything. So, and of course, as a business owner, I would prefer to go to somebody who, who is offering everything, who is not going to mm -hmm. send me, go there, go here. You know, we have everything is a complete solution. So. Yeah, because there's many uh, blogs on the website saying like the one-stop shop solution um, from when I was like, doing research on HelloText, obviously just before this podcast. So mm -hmm. I, I, presu I presume that's exactly what you mean by that system of having that network of partners and also obviously the, the inroads that you can offer as a VAT compliance Yeah, of course. Well. This, I mean, this is the most important thing because like you said, we cannot be expert in everything. Mm -hmm. But the idea is to find trusted partners so, I mean, so we can help out the partner or the client along the, the way. And I, I've been doing a lot of webinars. I did like six webinars last year. And I think we're planning one with you guys. I think you're waiting for confirmation. So yeah. the story is always like that. Challenges and four partners and their solutions and how we solve them. And it's mostly educational content. I mean, we just tell sellers, you know, what they need, what they don't know, 
and how we solve that because if you don't have information you don't do anything and this is the biggest issue you know in, in yeah. regards to brexit and all the other challenges i mean Completely people don't agree. know yeah, it needs needs to be educational. That or, exactly. otherwise, it just comes across. Well, and there's no point doing it, I suppose, if it's not educational. And did you say six six zero sixty? Yeah, si- yeah six zero. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a busy year. Yeah, and, and the funny thing, I have a funny story about that because in my previous company, I was doing that for hotels for probably two or three months. Yeah, and you know, one of the founders was about to speak, but he had some commitment, so he he couldn't speak. And he said, okay, Nick, I cannot speak. I said, I mean, are you crazy? Who's going to speak right now? He said, I don't know. I said, okay, man, I've been a sales guy for 15 years. I mean, I talk. It's not that hard. So yeah. and honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm like that. I'm very casual all the time. I, I, and I figured, no, you just find like, good partners and we create this uh, casual educational event. It's not that hard. And I guess I like it because, I mean, I, 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 it's easy for me to find good partners, you know, and we... We just do it very casual, like right now, and I guess people like it because there, I, I, you know, my webinars are pre-booked till June this year. So, yeah, amazing. So, yeah. And 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 uh, for, for sellers that will be listening to this and trying to understand how they can get into more educational content, because that's what so many sellers do. They listen to podcasts and webinars as their their main source of information to make sure they're staying up to date. How how would they find those webinars that you're creating? Uh, I mean, uh, I know I'll share it on my LinkedIn profile or YouTube page. I have also a Facebook page with 6,000 followers. And always know, and just keep in mind, if you have listened to us here now, uh, we have a coupon code. Just mention the magic word clear ads and you get a special <laughs> discount i'm not going to tell you how much the discount so it, it would be a surprise but Perfect. yeah but you'll send all the information you have it amazing and yeah let's hope that's a nice surprise for everyone as well perfect okay so the the one thing that again as a beginner like we get a lot of inquiries from from new sellers because we, we appear pretty high in google if for like for amazon agency or amazon ppc agency and i imagine you get the same thing as well with hello tax and how can you find this do you work with all sellers or is there a threshold of what sellers need to be doing no no we have, so, we have solutions for everything you know okay um i mean like i told you with the new uh so-called multi-partner yeah Solution we, we work with large aggregators. A lot of aggregators became clients and they mm-hmm. move all their brands with us because you might be surprised, but many of them do the VT and all this stuff through paper, through emails, which is funny yeah. considering you know how many how much money they have in funding. So like I told you, education is the key. If yeah. people don't know, they can do it like in the Stone Age. So but, <laughs> but our solution, the, the, the one good thing about our solution that is a software. We don't mm-hmm. care if you make 10k 10 million amazing. or 100 million it's just software for us it's just data so you pay yeah. the same i mean amazing so we don't charge like a percentage of your revenue because i mean we're, our management or honest guys they won't they want to overcharge somebody for something that we don't do differently so it's just numbers on our side amazing so that, that was actually going to lead on to like one of my next questions which would be like any tips for beginners but i suppose it would be if you are looking to expand just reach out and try and find the educational tools that yeah you, you yeah, but, yeah exactly I mean, right now there is so much free education but you just need to spend your time you no know? you don't need to pay with money you need to pay with your time i mean yeah just research and there is so much information completely and of course, agree just be prepared, you know, it's not, it's not easy, but this is why I need to invest time into researching that. But yeah, yeah. 
And, yeah, and but so, yeah, yeah, but one thing about Europe, I think we didn't mention that because a lot of companies are scared from Europe because multiple yeah. languages, multiple countries. The one thing that is is very specific for Europe is it's harder to start compared to the US, mm-hmm. but it's not as competitive. Meaning that if you do things right, it will be a long-term revenue stream with less competition. And I, I'm not, I'm sure you guys know that because you're running that. So yeah, you can absolutely. Confirm that. Like we we've got some clients that are like completely like blowing up in other marketplaces you'd have never like have thought really like our main marketplaces are that we manage US UK Germany um, but I mean with some of our clients in Italy for example like the, how how Italy's grown for them as a marketplace it, it's starting to become like one of their biggest marketplaces in revenue and yeah, a year ago two years ago it was virtually non-existent and you see yeah. the growth like and even with the growth of their growth of like total sales across all marketplaces but how italy's grown with the percentage of actual total revenue that equates for as well it, it's crazy to think about and that's just yeah. what like one case to him talking about there so yeah it, it's there's definitely so much scope to expand into europe and i get it's just overcoming those bigger hurdles if you're a u.s seller um or UK seller to obviously with, with things with Brexit because I know that's one thing that a lot of our US clients go they just go to the UK first and then they'll go to Europe after as just a natural progression. Yeah. Um, that's what we found anyway. Yeah, Italy by the way was was my best market when I was running my e-commerce. Really, so we're doing yeah because we're selling supplement. In general, we we hit like periods with ten thousand sales per day. Because really? no, you know, people start to lose weight after the holiday, so it was always a big hype. So, but Italy was the the best market for us. And one thing is, Italy is really hard. It's really easy to set up the VAT there. Probably one of the easiest really? markets. Yeah. Oh wow! So, Amazing. And, and the other thing is, no, because like I said, a lot of US sellers don't know, but it's really easy for them. You know, we have like a specific package. It's called expansion to EU for US and other non-US sellers because okay. we have we have the VAT customs logistics translation so we have the complete package with us and the partners so we don't just give you the VAT we provide you the full solution if you want to expand fantastic okay that's really interesting and thank you very much for that so maybe slightly moving away from hello tax because I think we've covered a lot of information on hello tax Um, and maybe go back to your business journey I suppose because that sounds like an incredible business journey to maybe explore on this podcast um what how did that start and and how did that entrepreneurial journey did you how did you find out about akaya beans am i saying pronouncing that right yeah Um, i I, I think they they call it a cyberry or a a, or a cyberry no we call it a cyberry so okay it it was a funny story now i used to work in a a company like for five years like an outsourcing company in Bulgaria in Sofia okay I was like a sales guy I was the top sales guy from over 200 nice. people there but one day the company got a court and they decided to close the US office so oh, from wow. doing like 5k per month which is a lot yeah from commissions I, I went to zero so it's not nice at all so but anyways you know all stuff happened for reasons so what happened there you know I found a, a job in a like an affiliate in a performance company okay running like like offers different type of offers like uh, they get some offers from affiliate networks and they run them and mm-hmm. and i worked there for two months and for some reason nothing was working out in this company it was very slow we're not making money right i was not happy it, it during this period you no know, 
I crashed two times with my wow. car at the exact same intersection. And this is really? these are the only two times I have ever had a car accident. My wife wow. has issues had issues with her pregnancy back then. You know, we had like I'm four twins. Yeah, I mean, one of my son is still today here. You know, and he's named Nico. Nico means like victorious. Okay. Uh, so this is like a story, but long story short, it was a bad period for me. Yeah, yeah. But for sense. some reason, you know, I know I I got an idea. Okay, these guys are doing this stuff, and uh, I should do that. And I saw somewhere, you know, we're running this uh, like supplement business, and I saw this acai berry. I did some research <laughs> and said, okay, man, I like that. I'm gonna quit and I'm gonna become their competitor. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after two months, I, I quit. I set up my own brand. I yeah. I found a company in the UK. They did like a small batch of acai beer, like 200. Okay. Uh, and and I, I sold them. I tried to recruit two of my friends to be co-founders because one of them is like an IT guy. The other is a, used to be senior developer in Google. And they didn't believe oh, wow. me. I said, okay, man, I'll, I'll, I'll order them. Just build me a website. I'll sell them. And then I'll convince you. And I, I had to convince the other co-founders to join me. And I sold Amazing. them. I sold everything. And they said, okay, man, let's do that. <laughs> and and like I told you, you're early. You don't know anything. But yeah. if there is nobody doing that, it's really easy. So we scaled very quickly. You know, I told you, you know, we started yeah. doing Facebook ads, one cent per click. Crazy. You spend you spend $200 in Bulgaria. You have 400 sales. <laughs> which is which is crazy i mean when you yeah, we, we, yeah, and we keep and the thing is no right now everybody's sourcing from china asia mm-hmm. you know we source from the uk and the usa oh, it, oh, it, 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 it sounds funny selling in in, in europe because yeah. no, the, our profit margins were do, so high that it didn't need to do anything and and also you know in so the meantime we, we started running quite we just expanded to like across like south europe central europe like i told you at the beginning then we yeah. started ro- rolling out different products like uh, muscle builders i mean whatever it was trending we would build yeah. like a product page for one country landing page and we just so and we all it's yeah good. just and we just replicate that across all the other markets and of course uh eventually no uh it slowed down because it got saturated for other reasons but you know who cares, man? I mean, we made a lot of money from that. We got a lot of experience. And this is just, and I, I honestly, I mean, I haven't told the whole story because we're also into crypto. I have a mining farm in Bulgaria. We crypto really? Ethereum. Yeah. yeah. And we've been in, wow. we have even a funnier story for crypto. In 2014, uh, as a side product, no, we saw that Bitcoin was like $1,000. Yeah. And, and I told you one of the other founders was developer. And we say, okay, man, Jew, Jew was his name. Hey, Jew. Mm-hmm. Build us a desktop app so people can mine Bitcoin when they're just using the PC. And he did yeah, that. Yeah. We started marketing that, but then Bitcoin dropped from thousand to under two hundred. And we yeah. said, "Okay, man, this is a scam," <laughs> and we dropped right. everything. Oh wow! Imagine if you had kept that going. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I have I know a lot of people who have been who were early, and nobody is. I mean, is holding till right now. Everybody reaches a level when when he's selling and that that's what happened with me i know when bitcoin was like 3k uh four or five four years ago i believe mm-hmm. nobody wanted to buy and at yeah. the same time you know i sold some properties and i bought and i bought like 10 bitcoins really and wow. and, and then you know but see i sell i sold everything around uh, 20 or 25k i never right. thought that it would go to, to... 60 or whatever yeah, but, yeah. yeah but this this why we started buying mining creeks and right. we just set up like a farm here 
and we just let it mine. But not Bitcoin because it's very, I mean, it's very hard. It's like Ethereum, which is the second. Crypto yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, quite quite a lot of us in the company got into crypto um, last year. Um, like a few of us are still in it. I, I'm I'm nearly out to be fair, but yeah, a lot of us uh, got. Well, I suppose everyone in the digital world got sort of pretty fascinated by it. Um, there's not many people in the Amazon space that I don't know. Yeah, didn't, yeah, but didn't invest yeah, in yeah, crypto but, either. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, by the way, you know, I told you I'm advising some some companies you now for partnerships, and few of my clients are aggregators. Mm-hmm. And I have been I have been pitching them last year to adopt Bitcoin as a payout for really? referrals and commissions. And, and my last webinar in December, we're doing some forecasts, like predictions for 2022. And I said, okay, guys, I'm predicting that next year one of the aggregators is going to adopt Bitcoin as a payout. And the funny started, thing, it? Yeah, yeah, and the funny thing is well, my client was about to do that in February. Right. And I told them, man, you're, you're so late. You're so late. I mean, you, you should have done it. But the thing is, I've spoken with all the aggregators. I've, I've pitched the idea to everybody. So mm-hmm. Elevate, they told me that it was not for me. I cannot say that, but, but they told <laughs> everybody. But the thing is, no, it's a good decision. It's just yeah. PR at the end because you, I mean, I even have partners who do the settlement. You pay them in, in cash. They do that in crypto, but it's a good PR trick. You know, how will they differentiate you from the others? So. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I've, we we actually put something out at the start of January, being like, "Oh, we, we might start taking crypto payments." And then we didn't. I think there was a lot of uh, red tape and a lot of stuff around it that made it so we couldn't with uh, like business invoicing yeah, and stuff. I, but... I, I, I have a partner I recommend who solved the solution for that. Okay, cool. Um, just, just remind me after the. Well, yeah, no, we'll do. Perfect. So another thing to, to maybe touch upon is because obviously the entrepreneurial journey that you've gone on, we, we interview a lot of co-founders, founders here and people that have started their own business. Uh, what would be the advice for maybe a new seller starting out, listening to this, trying to understand a bit more about Amazon, but what sort of advice would you would you give and try and pass on for, from your yeah, journey? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there is one quote that I like and I apply in what I do in life, you know, Wayne Gretzky. You okay. miss hundred percent of the shows that you don't take, so never make assumption. Always mm-hmm. test, and the biggest stopper is the mindset. I mean, if you if you're afraid that you'll fail, you will never do anything. So this is why I'm quoting Wayne Gretzky because you need to you need to just try. You know, even yeah. if you fail, make a decision quickly, optimize. Why quit? What you do, guys, with that? I mm-hmm. mean, ideally, you would like to do the perfect that which converts like 100% or whatever yeah, of even though, yeah but but of course you need to test that so what you do you keep on testing until you got got it right so i think that should be the way to go with starting anything like in business or in life also so yeah and and so maybe hopefully like i, I understood right as well like you're obviously going through a pretty difficult time when you set up the business and many people could have just sort of for i don't know their looks against them when's it going to turn around and then actually what you did was start a business and become really successful from it i suppose yeah i mean, yeah, I mean to course, the mindset. Yeah, exactly no you should never give up i mean because i mean but then, see i'm like that i i never you know some people tell me okay why do you keep connecting these people because i mean i like it doesn't cost me anything so just keep on doing stuff sometimes you might not know why you're doing that but Usually, know stuff happens for a reason. I'm not a believer, but this is just my approach. I mean, uh, sometimes you don't have. know. Yeah, it's a good one to have. So perfect. Um, a couple, a couple more questions before we wrap up. Um, 
obviously you're deep into partnerships and have reached into many sort of different people within the space but what are the best resources that have helped you along the way if it's a case of just speaking to people is it a case of blogs podcasts webinars yeah, what, what speaking, advice would you give? yeah speaking to people you know this is why i, I told the wayne gritsky call because as a lot of time people book calls with me they would like to sell me stuff some stuff vice versa i talk yeah. with everybody i don't make assumptions because you never know when you can get an idea when you can learn something if you think that you know everything then you're done you're I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, you should be like the, the eternal student you know you should be always willing to listen and the, the best way is to meet people i mean so okay perfect yeah that advice is so good like on point really the be the eternal student even if you're doing like some of our clients that are our biggest clients that they're, they're always trying to evolve and adapt and, and learn new things whether it's expanding to a new marketplace even moving on to a different platform etc etc if you stay still like you'll get overtaken so. yeah exactly i mean this is one of the issues which we had with our brands we just relied on facebook and google ads and what yeah. happened we're doing half a million ads per month on one account Crazy. they suspend our account the oh, next wow. day you have zero sales so always diversify so it doesn't matter how big you're like George said, no, always diversify, always try to improve yeah. because somebody is going after. So, you know, yeah, yeah, so uh, yeah absolutely. Great. Yeah, diversify as well. And and that's, I mean, ma- mainly our businesses are based for Amazon sellers, right? But that's not to say that you shouldn't be trying to grow onto a yeah, I mean, platform. Yeah, I mean, Amazon are very big. I mean, uh, yeah. no question about that. But still, uh, you should test other channels, other markets, because for example, for what I did, we did a lot of sales in the Baltics, okay. which is like wow. Latvia, Lithuania, yeah, Estonia. Yeah. I'm sure nobody's thinking about this market, but we're doing like thousands of sales per day. Unreal. So, so I mean, I never thought that we'll do that. Yeah, so, I suppose but, it's just blue ocean, isn't it? It might, it might have changed now, but like you said back then as well, if, if you're leveraging results, like it's one of those things that you're just going to pour more money into, right? And you, like you said, if you've not tested it, if you've not explored the option, you'd have never known that. Yeah, and exactly. And always try to test small. I mean, don't just to make like big assumptions, <laughs> yeah. just yeah. run small tests and obviously scale. I mean, I, I know that you guys are into that. So probably, you know, better than me how it works. Perfect. So where do you see HelloTax going in the future? What's the sort of goals and journey of the company? Goal, I, mean, I mean, goal is to build as many integrations with partners because we have a lot of uh, pending so that would be yeah. my goal because i have Man. a lot of partners so we need to fulfill the technical partnership so we can fully automate everything and also we're going to build like an open api so oh, wow. many of our partners can integrate with us because we have a lot of inquiries so technology partnership was what we're doing already so that would be the what we're looking for and what we're planning to do right now from now fantastic. on fantastic Fantastic, good, good to know. And and just a question on on the tax stuff as well. Would you be expanding into like the US or is it mainly just staying I, in as, Europe? As, as far as I know, not because it's very. I mean, in the USA, uh, sales tax, which is like the VAT, it's collected yeah. by Amazon, so oh, it doesn't okay. make sense. No, there is a company called Taxjar. They're right. a partner. They got acquired by Stripe, and uh, they're not really? doing. They're almost. There's doing almost nothing on Amazon because right. everything is done by Amazon. So. 
our market is not i guess it wouldn't make sense so. yeah no, that makes yeah complete sense uh why, why you wouldn't then um and and last question before we wrap up i know i know you mentioned a couple of times earlier but could you confirm where our listeners can connect with you, find you, and also find Hello Tax as well? Uh, I mean, I, I'm sh- I'm sure you'll post something under the video, we will. so we sure, will. yeah, we'll share we share the link for our website, our YouTube or LinkedIn, and of course, you guys will have a coupon code ClearAt. So, if you would like to go dive deep into the VAT in Europe, you know, you get at least a discount in the beginning. So, <laughs> so that's what we can do fantastic nick that's it i suppose uh, thank you so much for coming on um, and sharing your insights i'm sure a lot of people can take those information away um and yeah thank you so much for coming on yeah thanks for hearing me george no worries um next episode will we'll have another industry insight um so look forward to speaking with you then take care and enjoy the rest of your day